What's up? It's another episode of the Millennial Third Eye, and I was like a minute late, but it's okay. Corinna, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Thank you for joining us on another episode of This is going to be the Quest for Love and How to Attract Your Partner. And we're going to talk about love for a minute. All right. Are you ready for Valentine's Day, Corinne, or is it just another day? Uh, for me, it's just another day. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Uh, Valentine's Day this year for me is like embracing the grateful friends and people in my life and the love I've been given from those people. And it kind of ties into how to attract your partner. So, and this is what I was thinking. I want your opinion. Because for years, I mean, I don't, I'm not that old, but you hear all the time, don't worry about looking for them when you at least expect that they'll find you. Kind of like don't put your thoughts into it. Yeah, I've been told that a many a time myself. But what I didn't realize until this year, especially since, you know, I thought I found the love that I wanted, regardless of the circumstances. But I want to share this because within that time, I was single for quite a few years. And I decided to take a trip to Florida. I lived there for a couple of years. And then I kind of got impatient. I was like, I want, I want to be with someone. But lo and behold, I still wasn't. So for me, I took some time out, and I decided to kind of – well, once I found my apartment, I got excited. I decorated it. It was a little studio. And then I was just kind of chilling in my room. Instead of watching TV, I was thinking to myself, like, what am I grateful for? So what I mean by that is mm-hmm. instead of going out finding someone that you just want to be in a relationship or try to love, I'm going to focus on you first. Because it kind of goes back to that that we were just talking about. Instead of searching, kind of don't don't look for them. They'll find you. Same thing. Well, I feel like so. For me, my experiences is you have to love yourself, and I feel like when you love yourself and you have that confidence, it's like a light, and it brings other people to you. And I mean, I definitely have noticed that. And I feel like that's why it falls that way. It's not that you're, for me, it does, it's not that you're searching or not searching. It's just that you love yourself. And with that comes like an inner glow that people notice. And the people who are supposed to be near you. What? I said, hell yeah. Well, yeah, and I feel like what happens is is because you love yourself, you know your worth. So the people who aren't, you know, good to you and don't respect your worth, they're going to fall away. And the people who see your worth, those are the ones that come in. And that's why it kind of works that way. Well, the other thing, too, and you're absolutely right, that's where I wanted to go with that, is that if you don't do that, the free, I call it like the frequency. If you're if you're gonna be um, happy with yourself and you know who you are, and for example, I like to cook sometimes, and especially I like to cook for people that I know at home or parties, and I like to do my blog talk radio discussions with my friends and have fun. So if I'm excited to share that with someone new and try to find the person I want to be with, if they don't, mm-hmm. um, I want to say connect with me then I move on because I want to find someone that's going to make me happy as I'm happy and be happier type thing. But if you don't, 
and what uh, what we're calling, I guess the, the words we're using is if that doesn't resonate with you or your vibration is too low, you're going to correspond mm-hmm. with someone's vibration that is also low. Um, and you're probably going to have the same difficulties where, you know, you, you find the same person from the last lesson you didn't learn from and they do the <laughs> same thing. So that's, that's my expression. Or, I mean, you could still do it this way too. Your vibration might be high, and you might meet someone that you raise their vibration, and it does work out. And it's not so much like, let me focus on my vibration. Um, it's just more or less you know who you are. You're excited, and you see the potential in someone, but you're not being wrapped up in this, um, let me let me melt my life into their life so it works, or let me change my life for them, or they change their life for me. It's more about um, you both know who you are, where you want to go, different goals, different lives, different dreams. You can't, you can't change people. People are who they are. You can't change them. So, so to speak, I mean, you know, people can change. Please don't take me wrong. It's just that you don't, you can't go into a relationship thinking that, Oh, this person, I'm going to change them or they're going to change. You have to accept it for what it is. And if you can't, then that's not the person for you. You're going to learn today. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're going to learn today no. but yeah absolutely you can't change everyone if the one thing you can do is influence someone and hopefully it's in you a good way but sometimes it's in a bad way yeah oh, you can't be like um, you're going to learn now uh, when I'm gone no <laughs> <laughs> no you can't <laughs> but um I think the other thing too, and to, to um, the hardest thing that I've found out recently is trying to keep that positive energy positive, because we're one, we're human, and there's going to be days where they're like, oh, whatever, it's a funk. But the hardest thing is to con- uh, con- uh, maintain that. So what I mean by that is not being in the negative or thinking negative. Um, so. Staying positive and influencing positive energy and sharing with people on a positive level, you're going to create an attraction of positive people that need, you know, people that need positive energy or positive people around you. To, you know, it's going to attract like a magnet. Therefore, Absolutely. Um, therefore, you'll find the person that you're looking for relationship-wise. So Valentine's Day around the corner. I want to make this kind of an interesting episode, which I'm kind of thinking about it now. And you're going, oh, my God, I don't know where I'm going with this yet, but I want to make it interesting. So instead of a caller kind of calling in, going, you know, asking a question, I kind of want to know something first. Like, what's the goal? Help me me with this. Like, which – what should they say first? Like, what's the goal for this year? What the, should they should they say? Like, this is my goal for this year. I want to meet someone with these traits, or what do you think? I don't know. Um, I mean, I kind of like where that's going. I feel like if you start with that, we can flesh the rest out. <laughs> kind of like trial and error. Yeah. Okay. I think so that would make it fun and interesting. Okay. We're going to give some readings and talk about love in between, like uh, in between each reading. We'll kind of read someone and then follow it through with the topic 
because it's most likely going to tie into the topic because of what? Intentional energy. Um, so when we answer your phone call, whether it be about love or work or um, something you're going to ask us for a reading, I want to hear a reason behind it because you want this in the future or you're going to look for that in the future or this is why you're calling because you're unsure about that, but this is what you want. So tell me what you want, basically. Tell me what you want in the future. Not so much a reading, like but I want to know why. Like what your intention is. Yeah. I like it. What's your intention? We're going to see if it's positive and influential. Let's go with that. All right. So the okay. first caller is going to be number 267. Hello. How are you? Fine. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, I'm the first one. Um, <laughs> um, okay. Um uh well, of course i a a relationship question and would would i i guess one out of a relationship is is that what what the what you want to know the yeah what what do you want in the future what are you looking for for the relationship question okay i well i'm 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 fifty six now but you know of course it's fifty six um Someone just to um you know that that is is comfortable be, being comfortable around each other and uh of course likes to do the same things. It sounds so cliche, but you know just just to laugh with and and just be comfortable around. I, I don't know how else to explain it. And, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think that's a great explanation. Um, so you you want to know uh, you want a reading about a relationship coming your way? Is that what you're asking, though? Yes. All right. I'm gonna let Corinne start whenever she's ready. <laughs> All right. So I feel like <clears throat> right now you have to. What I'm getting is is that you have to kind of focus on yourself. Kind of a little bit what we were talking about before is having that self-love so that you become a light. I feel like, too, um, you're, to find the relationship that you're looking for, you might need to let go of some of the scars from the past, meaning if someone's wronged you or things like that, I feel like you still hold on to some of those things and you have to let them go a little bit. And I feel like when that happens, when you focus on yourself and let some of that go, that that's when your person is mm-hmm. going to enter in for you. Um, you know, you're 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 exactly right about that. I mean, I I did have really, mm-hmm. but I'm actually excited because I feel them almost going. Like I'm feeling excited because it. it it really no longer bothers me, and I'm not like I was calling it and uh, were they with somebody. Now I'm excited about finding someone that is more for me, and you know, like the the, the you know the the comfort thing, be able to laugh with and just do stuff and not have no drama, none of that stuff. I, I shouldn't have to work for it. You know what I mean? I do so understand I'm, that. I'm, I'm, and, I'm getting excited about it. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. That's, um, that's fantastic. So what I know is, is that um, when we have uh, more than 
if it's me and someone or three people, we tend to, I don't know if you know this, Corinne, but either we'll pick up on the same thing or someone will pick up on a personal level. I'll pick up on the future. Someone else might pick up mm-hmm. on, like, the past. But um, what I see is um, the method on how to find them because what I'm getting is that it's not someone you're going to meet when you go to the grocery store. They're not going to come up to you and go, like, hi, how are you? Um, you kind of should put yourself out there more. And right, And it's yeah. not so much the typical – I don't I want to tell you this. You don't have to go to a bar. Um, you're find, find things that make you feel comfortable going to that something fun that – you don't. You're not worried about going alone, um, but you can meet someone, and they will come your way. And I see a couple, like at least like within the next two months. But again, you have to put yourself out there, and it might be in a unique way. I okay. agree with that. What, what I, I mean what I was, a, oh, sorry. In a, in a unique way, I don't know if you like to take a swim class or if you're in some type of like um, some type of uh, activity where people talk to each other, uh, something like just different out of where people come together to learn or just talk and share their the time. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, I I, I know what you mean. Yes, yeah, so, I'm also... trying. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I also want to let you know, I I agree with what Joe is saying, but as I'm pulling, I also feel like you need to, with this excitement that you have, don't rush either. I feel like you need to kind of put yourself out there, but don't like bite at the first and be like, this is it. You know, be take your time is what I mean to say. Don't you know, you know, it's not a big, it's not a rush game because you're looking for someone to share these moments with. So what I'm getting is, is, is I got put yourself out there, but also take your time in, in when you choose somebody. Right. Well, I have, I, I'll only be a minute because I know you have other callers, but I have a friend I've been talking to for three years and we, the connection is there. I know it's there. I don't know if you feel this or not. But for some reason, we just can't, I don't know, pull together. Do you see that? I mean, if I did, I would have said it already. But maybe that's something in two months you're going to go, you know what? Maybe it works out in two months. Um, I just know that whatever I saw was going to happen within the next couple months. Um, You're going to meet them. And some type of activity. I don't know if I don't really know if this is the right person for you. And you even said it; it doesn't seem to work out all the time. It doesn't come together. Right. We laugh and joke all the time, but they're in Texas and all, on the phone and stuff like that. So, okay, I am going to start doing that because I'm trying to divide up my work with a social life. So. It's not work all the time, so that might be right. Is there any hobbies you got? Um, no, not really, but dancing, I like to dance. 
you know. Mm-hmm. Take a dancing class. What I want to tell you is this. If, if um, how do I explain this? It's kind of like a metaphor, right? If if you have all this time, or if you have all the no, no, hold on. If you don't have enough, how do I say this? Life is short. Life is short. Time goes by so fast that if you took a second to go, you know, if I don't want to waste my my time in life and I want to use it, I want to have fun. I want to find this person. Um, would you spend your, your, a chunk of your time just going to work and going home? Or would you want to inspire yourself to be free and to meet new people in a, in a different way? Try to, so I'm, I'm basically saying is, of course, no one wants time to go by and, and, and basically go, I, I lost all this time. I could have been doing this. I could have traveled. I could have inspired myself alone. So right. instead of thinking so hard about where is he, find out what you like to do to go meet new people. It could be like a poker night or something. I don't know. Something just. I feel like bowling. Be, I keep getting bowling. <laughs> bowling sounds good. I don't I know. I bowling. And it's good exercise activity, you know. <laughs> oh, well, well, I, I just I try that. I haven't bowled <laughs> in a long time either. Sign up for a league just for fun. Oh. Okay, then I will try that. I'll let you know. <laughs> All right. Have a good night. Thank you for calling in. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, what we're talking about is love and how to attract your partner. And I did want to talk in between conversations. So, mm-hmm. how would you, what do you think about that? How would you tie it into? <laughs> How would I tie it into what our, we're talking about? Well, yeah. I mean, again, it goes back to, you know, f- from what I got is, you know, love yourself, take care of yourself, you know, be that light that attracts that positivity. Mm-hmm. And, and then, you know, because here's the thing, and this is kind of my take on it, is that if you're happy and confident in yourself, to put yourself out there really isn't a big deal. You go and join a bowling league or you go and do like a hiking group because you're happy with just, like you said, like kind of traveling, doing for yourself. You're not worrying about that. So you're putting yourself out there, but you still have your eyes open. And then you have that light and you track those people in. You know what I mean? I agree. And I think it's kind of um, interesting too. Like when I think I mentioned it before. When I when I did my internship in in New York City, um, I I used to do fat because I'm a people watcher, and I mm-hmm. <laughs> recently my question. So am I. So like, don't. Did, don't. Did, you, did you ever get caught? Because I never got caught. Because <laughs> you look around the room. No, I people, just. But... It's re- I have to tell you, I am very fortunate. I've never got caught, but you know what I do? I mean, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm just going off on a tangent. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> 
No, it's okay. But I was I was on the subway looking at all these people because you know right away, like most of them are so alone and they're into their book. And this is New York, right? They're into their book. They got their headphones in. And all, and I, I think another thing, too, is to have positive people around you, whether it be friends or calling into the show, because we're going to tell you the truth, too, um, the bowling thing. Um, all you need is, like, a little push because there's so many people in the subway. If you come with, like, a genuine heart and a positive vibe and you're being honest, like, all right, um, just hypothetically, there's a beautiful girl, and you're like, wow, she doesn't seem to be just all looks. She seems to, have, like, be, have, like, a personality. And for me, like, mm-hmm. to me, like, materialism and what you're wearing, it's just, of course, I don't know, I think too much. So to just be nice to someone and go, hi, I think you're very beautiful, and um, I would like to get to know you. If you're coming off with such a great, like, positive energy and you're being honest, what's the worst that could, they could say? I'm, I'm really sorry. It's very nice of you, but I have a boyfriend. So I think what I'm saying is, this is Valentine's Day. The Valentine's Day. Don't be afraid to just be a nice person and go up to someone. Say hi. And even if you if they're they're not single or they're not interested, I'm pretty sure they're gonna be flattered that you were like, Hey, I really like your hair or you have great eyes. Um, do you wanna go out sometime so I can see them more? Which I kinda of just got that out myself just now, but Oh, I gotta write that down. Anyway, <laughs> Well, no, then at least you've made someone's day, and it's still putting that positive energy out there. Yeah, absolutely. You made someone, you made someone smile. All right, so let's take the next caller, and uh, that's going to be 719. Um, so 719, what's your name, where are you calling from, and what, what do you want out of it? Hello? Hello? Seven one nine. Hello. Hello, you there? Let out. Can you hear? I heard someone. I I think they have a bad connection. Seven one nine. You there? All right. Well, we'll put you on hold for a minute, and we'll go to um. One 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 one. Hello. Hi. Hi. What's your name? Where are you calling from? And what do you want out of it? Oh, um, are you guys just taking calls about love? We're taking calls about love and for for reading purposes. So the topic tonight is love, but we can also give you a reading about other things too. Oh, okay. Well, um, love isn't the one thing that's on my mind tonight. <laughs> I, uh, well, um, I like it. Okay, where's it going? Okay. Well, uh, you know what? I have a, a sister um, that stole funds from a um, uh, one of my sisters who passed away. She was um, disabled. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty much calling about karma. Um, it's been really bothering me. Uh, what what this sister did, and uh, she's very toxic, and I wanted to find out uh, what's going to happen. Okay, did she she stole money from her? Yeah, she um she was uh 
accepting her checks, and she pretty much banked it and kept it and never never uh, spent it on her, and my sister um, died, and she kept the money. Okay, and my other question for you is, um, well, we clearly know her intentions weren't good, but is she caught up in anything right now? With whether it be like her decisions or habits, is she what? I'm sorry. Is there any? How do I ask that? Is there any drugs involved? Is she have any abuse drugs? Not that I know. Of. She's a pastor's wife. <laughs> okay. Well, she's stealing money. That's the mm-hmm. other thing. Corinne, you want to want to uh, talk about this? Pick up anything? Um, I'm having a hard time because I. So for me, in all honesty, if for something like that, as far as like your question being what's going to happen to her for karma, I don't. That's not for me to judge, and that's not for me to tell you what's going on. Karma makes its own decisions. And that's something that I mm-hmm. I particularly believe in. So to read on what's going to happen to her is really, it's not, I tried, but it's really not working because that's not how I work particularly. I, I believe that if she did wrong and you just need to know that these things do come back around, how it happens is up to divine, not up to me. So yeah. that's why I'm having a tough time reading on it. Hey, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Go um, can I come in? Yeah. Hi, Brittany. How's it going? Hey, good. How are you? Hey, Corinne. Hey, Brett. <laughs> um, all I'm getting right now is not really about karma or what needs to happen to your sister. What I'm getting is what do you need to forgive and move on? I feel like that's the bigger question. I feel like what's really harping on you and I'm feeling your pain is you love both your sisters, Eva, and you struggle with loving this one because she's being less than um, wonderful. And I think that karma is not what's going to give you an answer. You need to figure out how you can reconcile this situation. Because that's the bigger problem here. Your one sister has passed. In my opinion, she's in a better place. It's not her pain to deal with anymore. Your other sister has her reasons, and none of us know that. Or maybe they have some insight, but I don't. But what I'm picking up on is your pain has more to do with forgiving this particular sister and reconciling that within yourself. Because karma is not going to do that for you. Karma has nothing to do with us individually. And the reason there's even a name for it is because it's some kind of cycle that we have no control over and we can't understand necessarily. And vengeance vengeance doesn't ever do anyone any good. And that's different than karma. And I think you need to remember that. I do think that's and I'm not trying to down you at all, <laughs> but obviously it's it's very painful thing to watch loved ones battle and not be good to each other, 
And I think what you need to focus on is how you can handle it. Mm-hmm. How to get yourself back in the right position where you feel okay about it. And, and the other thing I want to address, that was beautifully said by both Corinne and um, Brittany, because I actually had a moment where I didn't fully get what they were saying, but I'm glad they said it because I needed to hear that myself. Um, sometimes we feel like we need a, we need justice. We need people to hear the truth and we need them to see, see what's really going on. Like, look, I told you it's right here. And then, you know, they're caught. Um, the justice is pretty much knowing that, you know, it's true. You know, it's gone. And I'm glad Corinne and Brittany both said that because I was, at first I didn't know where this reading was going. I couldn't see it. And what I do see kind of spiritually is that this decision you make to forgive yourself or forgive them is ultimately up to you because that's going to stop you from moving forward for one. And it's going to either bring you clarity and uh, peace and balance to move forward. And without that, you're going to, you know, I don't want to say this to, to put it in your head, but it's, it's, going to not, it's not going to move. It's going to be a, a thought in your mind where it is now. It's going to stay there. Um, but I would suggest, and I'm not saying this on a, on a psychic level, I'm suggesting it, is to look at the pros and the cons in your life. It's either you know, uh, they took they took the money, you know that your life is still okay knowing this, uh, where does it go from here? And it's only, it's only the second month in the new year, you know, it's February. So how do you want the rest of this year to turn out? Do you want to worry about this and be frustrated with them, or do you want to just make peace with it, move on, and say, you know what, karma, like everyone said, just let karma deal with it and move forward in your life? Yeah, I'm um, I'm moving forward, but this is just one step uh, in that direction. Um, you know what I mean? I mean, you have to talk about things and... Um, She's just the type of person that uh, she criticizes everybody else, but yet she goes and does something like this. And I know that I have to deal with that, and I will. Mm -hmm. Um, I appreciate the confirmation. (laughs) Well, listen, listen, we, we all know somebody that does things that we don't approve of and that we want, we want some justice for. But there's only one karma that you have control of, and that's your own. Mm-hmm. So the most important thing is to figure out not what you're dealing with, but how you deal with it. How you deal with her is as important as the things that she's done that are shitty. So uh-huh. how you go about moving forward from her indiscretion is how you deal with your own karma. And that is the only part of karma that you have any say in. Yeah, that is true. I'm glad that Brittany said it because, you know, what – and this is something I never really said, and I'm thinking about it now because you ever ever heard of the butterfly effect? Um, I believe I have. Well, and what I mean by that is there's, you know – when you make a decision, and I talked about this earlier, is kind of like the, the universe makes a decision back. But what I want to say is you can make a decision that will either impact and tarnish your relationship with your sister, or you can make a decision that will kind of distance her, but you know what she did wrong, but maybe in the long run she'll still appreciate you as a sister because 
you love her, you forgave her, you might have put her in a spot where you said, you know what, I'm not going to speak to her right now. But there's going to be probably a time where she might ask you for forgiveness. And maybe you already forgave her at that point in time. Joe, I feel like I can tie in your whole theme to this right now. You guys were talking about um, being good to yourself and how that, that positive energy projects outwardly and how that attracts the right people, right? Oh, wow, yeah. So if you are lessening the energy you put towards other people and righting their wrongs or making things right and more projecting your energy towards yourself, whether that be relationships or, or something like this, um, you're going to attract a different outcome. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're focused on your sister. I, I feel like you feel responsible for her decisions, and I'm, I'm urging you to believe that you're not because you're not responsible for anybody's decisions but your own. And although you've held yeah. that role for a long time, it does not mean that's the, that's the role that you should be in. And it doesn't mean that you love her any less to let that go. And you have to forgive yourself a little bit for being more compassionate to yourself than to her. <laughs> I know that sounds oh, awful. Yeah. No, I am. I'm, you, that you is gotta, I think it's less about your deceased sister and more about how you're handling it. Because you need to let that go. You can't control what your sister did. And the one that is passed knows the truth. Right. <laughs> and you have to have a little bit of faith in that and have some peace in that and let yourself move forward. Because you're you're focusing on on your sister who's done wrong things rather than focusing on yourself and moving forward and having a better time in your life. And I just, I would urge you to, to give yourself some forgiveness and not worry about all those logistics and know you did the right thing by loving both of your sisters and sort of let go a little bit. And I just think even that simple thing will make things better for you. Okay. Well, thank you. But, uh, you're welcome. Thanks for calling in. Hopefully we, we help ease your mind a little bit. I will definitely ponder. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye-bye. Ron, ah! wh- where are you? Ah, I'm in a glass case of emotion. I love Sorry. I hope that wasn't overbearing. I just felt her. Stop being sorry, but I think the best thing in this this reading so far is that you both kind of, I kind of had to take a step back because that was very true. Um, Karma is its own thing. You shouldn't worry about someone else's, um, you know, don't put it on them in a sense. I'm actually glad I I heard that from both of you. Yeah, and I don't think that's really what she wanted at all. Like, Colonel, do you agree? Like, that wasn't actually what she was searching for. No, and and the thing is... She wasn't she wasn't actually searching for karma, but that's the question that she had. So, you know, I kind of wanted to set her straight that that's just not, I mean, for me, that's not what I do. I don't duel that out. 
but hopefully she'll get to the real answer of what she needs to do for herself. No, absolutely. Maybe that's the point of. Sorry, I got. What? So maybe that was the point of me asking, you know, the question. So you know, hearing what? What do you want of it? No, I think that's great, though. This is. I think that's good because, you know, it's it's kind of back to that what we've said before. When we do readings and stuff, you don't always get what you ask for. You get what you need, and that's kind of what we do. So, yeah, you asked that question, but maybe that'll bring us to what you actually need, not what you want. Does that make sense? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Brittany, what else are you going to say? Oh, I don't, I don't even know. I think <laughs> um, I, I guess I'm sort of going in the same direction as you and I were talking about this earlier, that, you know, some people ask some questions. They have a thing in mind, and it's it's a little different than – and what's actually going on. Yeah. And stop being sorry. You're doing great. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Uh, so many, um, can I, I call so in, please? <laughs> um, all right. So. Uh, hi, my name's Brittany. I have a question. <laughs> uh, what are you calling from, Brittany? Actually, I want to I think no, I, I think this is great. Corinne Corinne actually hasn't had a chance to read you yet. And I oh. think we should do that. What's that I mean that's fair. I I'm reading Brittany. Is this what's I happening? Like that's, that's what Joe just like said. That's new to me. All right, well what um well what's your question, man? I don't have a question, man. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> No. Um, I'm sorry. Where are you calling from, and what do you want out of this? Okay, I'm from Delaware. <laughs> Although my heart isn't in Delaware, but I'm calling from Delaware. Your heart's what? My heart is not in Delaware. It's not where I'm from. Ah. So I'm just pulling some cards on you, and I have to tell you, I feel like you're going through your own little epiphany these days. Oh, yeah, I am. I feel like something happened that, you, you know, you had to take like a step back. And right now you're just kind of doing it day by day. But you're about ready to break out of whatever has happened, whatever is going on in the past. I'm picking up that you're almost like reaching that next level of awareness. Does that make sense? Yes. Joe, does so, that make sense? <laughs> yeah, you're left. You're going to the next level. Yeah. I do. I feel like, you know, it's like Super Mario Brothers, man. She ate a mushroom and now, fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, oh, dude, Corinne's wow. really good. Yeah, now she's real accurate. <laughs> Stop it, Brittany. No, but, you can't read her. <laughs> but I feel like no, something. I see something. Something happened to you that oh, really did. messed up your mind. Um, and go what, ahead, Joe. You can tell her. No, I mean, um, I think this is something. It's up to you. This is something you want to share off the air, but if you want to share offline, that's fine. I get that. No, I'm just saying. I, you know, I'm not. A, I'm not um, something to be ashamed of. I actually died and came back. In July. Okay. Okay. That I makes had, sense. 
kidney failure. You had what? I had kidney failure, and I was anemic, and my body shut down, and I died. And I came back, which is part of the reason I'm here on the show today. (laughs) Well, I want to thank you for coming back, and I want to thank you for having me a part of your life. But I can't imagine any other, you know, big event that's happened that you're picking up on other than that. That's that's most likely what I'm picking up, but I do want to tell you this event that happened to you is, I mean, I don't, have you had this gift always or is this recent? Yes, yes, but not as um, amplified. Yeah, I was going to say, it. this event, like, took your gift and just, like, skyrocketed it. And I feel okay. like you didn't know how to handle it at first, but you're starting to don't. come into your own. <laughs> You know, yeah. you're funny, friend, because Joe and I talked a little bit before the show, and that was a lot about what we talked about. Was, yeah. Well, that's not I, I don't want to get on here and read people and screw it up and make you you guys look bad, and but it's so wow. prevalent all of a sudden that I feel like when that woman was talking, like I needed to talk to her. That's how I felt. And that's what yeah. that's what's going to happen to you. You're coming into your own. You're picking up your awareness, and you're you're learning the ins and outs of it. You know, just stop second guessing yourself because you can do this, and you're doing a good job. You just, I feel like you keep having self confidence issues. Don't do that anymore. Let that go because well, let all the listeners be patient with me. <laughs> You know, and, and I and think it's a great explanation. It's a great explanation because Corinne never read you. She doesn't know your whole nope. story. And never she just told you <laughs> what I tell you and, like, keep doing what you're doing. Stay positive. You're doing a great job. Step down to yourself. And you definitely came back with um, more tools. So use them. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thanks, so, guys. I just want to, one last thing with this last card I pulled. So I call, I, I'm reading the Osho Zen deck. So it is a more philosophical deck. I want you to know I pulled the card that's New Vision. And what that is is on the card itself, you see below, someone brightly glowing. And you see that they're, like, like, celebrating. But you see below them what they've left behind. And that's what you did. You left some of that stuff behind and you're moving forward. So just keep going. You're coming right into yourself and just trust what you feel. All right. I'm done okay. So I, I'm going to tell all of you that are listening that ever doubted anything. <laughs> this woman just read me to a T <laughs> and I'm supposed to be like on here reading. <laughs> So just know that nobody's immune to learning new things about themselves or getting some new perspective, and I certainly have, and I appreciate it, Karen. And thank oh, you yeah. guys for both, like, kind of believing in me in this. So for anybody that I calls in, I'm trying my, my best. <laughs> I'm telling you what I feel, and I hope you get something out of it. Listen, uh-huh. we all have our things. Everybody, I mean, I have not been doing this very long. I hid behind all this. Growing up as a Roman Catholic, it wasn't always seemed okay, but, you know, you just keep going with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you feel, mm-hmm. you feel things about people, and you just want to tell them, and you don't always want to hear it, but 
but it's you just have to pick uh, and choose like you, you feel that there's you know uh, I feel like for me when I have a message for someone I try to gauge them a little bit first because not everybody's ready to hear their message at that moment yeah. this is well, I told Joe yeah. let me be quiet this whole episode and then here I am I wasn't very good at that (laughs) well no you pinpointed what I was trying to get to with that woman so it was perfect see no coincidences perfect oh you like the three stooges all right I like you even better (laughs) this is this is gonna be be Brittany's button every time she says something because it's gonna be the truth ready this is it you want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Joe, Joe, you have no idea what a godsmack that is. Can I tell you a little story from my childhood real quick? So, apparently, I didn't clean my room when I was a little kid. And my mom came in right around when that movie came out in the 80s. My mom came in and asked me, did you clean your room? And I said, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> so you just pulled a full circle on my childhood right there. <laughs> and I'm and gonna send this blog post to my me. mother. <laughs> well, come back you now. have no idea how well. funny that is. Yeah, that's that's the All universe right. being real weird right now. the universe is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the universe is a funny right. motherfucker. He's my lady. <laughs> if you're listening, we're uh, we're taking some calls for readings. Uh, it doesn't necessarily no, have to be about love, but we're taking some calls. Remember to press one while you uh, call in, and and you know we the phone answers. Just press one. Uh, we're taking the next call, which is going to be seven zero eight. Hello, are you there? Hello, New York. Yes. How are you? Good. How are you? What's your name? Delphine. 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 Uh, what's your question tonight? Well, I was um, calling to see when you see a new serious relationship coming for me. Uh, I'll let you know in a minute, but I want to know. Well, what do you want out of that relationship? What's the, what's the goal for this relationship you want? To ultimately lead to marriage. You want the long term. Um, before uh, Corinne or Brittany picks up anything, what I do want to pick up is that, um, honestly, I want to ask you if if you had enough time to get over the last relationship or did you, is there something you're holding on to? Because I feel like uh, your voice, honestly, what I'm feeling right now is that you, you're still hurt. And for that hurt to go away is where that new relationship comes in because it's prolonging this, um, the next, the, the better. So. I I agree I mean, with you, Joe. I'm picking up the same thing. Thank you. Go for it, Corinne. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> um, that, that you're her and you want to subsidize that pain with something new to kind of take over. I'm getting that you're not going to find another relationship until you move, you heal and move on from what's happened to you. And I feel like what's happened to you is just a lot of, just a lot of BS. I feel like you, you kind of got put through the ringer a bit and 
now you're trying to you're trying to find who you are and you're you can't get that serious relationship until you find who you are. So you have to kind of finish that journey a little bit before you can before that person comes in. You're not ready yet is what I'm getting. You know, I have I have like an interesting metaphor that I just kind of heard in my mind that I want to share. And it's kind of, um, I like it because it, it allows you to kind of visualize as like, as to why. And what I visualize is picture, picture, and this might be funny, it's about food, but picture the future lover in your life that's not there yet, but you want them to be across from you. And you're both sharing a, uh, a, a sub or a hero type of, you know, a sandwich, right? Your your mm-hmm. side of the sandwich is the things about you that you enjoy. And the, the, the side that he's on or the other person's on has the things that they enjoy about them and their life. So in order for that person to take a bite of your sandwich and get to know you, you have to get rid of what's holding you back. Because they're going to taste it, and they're going to taste like the, what's still grabbing onto you, this past relationship that hurt you, and that flavor is going to be bitter. So in order for that person to enjoy who you really are, it has to be a good flavor. So that way you can tell them, this last relationship, this is what I learned from, this is what happened to me. And what I mean by that, to sum it up, is that you can't tell them that until you've actually accepted that. Joe, I also okay. feel like you can't keep eating the same sandwich expecting a different flavor. Ah, okay. I like that. That's true. Can't wow. keep going back to the same type of relationship, the same type of person, and expecting to have a different result. You've got you to gotta try tuna when you were eating ham. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't think you, you want to do that because you want to stay in your comfort zone. You know, but your comfort zone hasn't done any good for you. I want to also share that you can't double dip. Yeah, you can't. You can't take a bite. (laughs) I'm just kidding, but I think that's a great metaphor, though. (laughs) I mean, you shouldn't double dip. No, but I feel like you've you've been going back to the same thing over and over and over again, and you're wondering why you're still alone. And I think you need to shake it up a little bit. You need to maybe give a chance to something that you wouldn't normally give a chance to because you think it's, like, not what you want or it's not your thing. But your thing has not been working for you. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Like, maybe it's it's just a little bit out of your comfort zone that works for you. Before we go to the next okay. caller, it kind of ties into um, something that I was talking about. I think but I did a I did a quick episode earlier today, and it was on a different topic. But it went along with um, like uh, if someone else is shy, but you know you're looking for this person that has all these great qualities, but that person might be shy, and it's not something you usually go for because you don't want a shy guy. But what if that guy is looking for all the great qualities that you have? But that's the only thing holding you back. You can have a great relationship with this person, and you could bring them out of their their shyness, even though it could be a different age. I'm just giving you an example. But go mm-hmm. for qualities or just make a decision based on 
other options too. What Brittany was saying is that don't just let one thing hold you back from going forward to meeting someone. Okay, so like keeping within the sandwich metaphor, like open up the sandwich. Look at what's in it. Look at the meat. Look at the cheese. Look at the dressing. What's really going on in there? (laughs) It's not always about the bread or the wrap. What's what's on the outside? It's more or less what are the qualities on the inside inside? of the person. Yeah. Ooh, this is getting on Valentine's Day level now. (laughs) This once I work on myself. Do you see down the line me getting that serious relationship that I want? I'm sorry, can you clarify? You said working on yourself? Right, once I work on the things that I need to work on, do you see me getting that relationship that I want down the line? I think Corinne has something. I I see. I get that the time will be right for that relationship when you work on those things and when you find yourself. That's what I'm getting. I pulled the ripeness card, which tells me that it'll happen but the time must be right, meaning you you need to get to that place with yourself before those things can happen. Okay. It's quite interesting because the last thing I want to tell you before we move on is that um, I wanted to – I got to get used to just saying it when I want to, when I hear it. when I Because the timing for you, and I wanted to share this with you, is that the other person you're going to meet is also like like you're both on this this like two parallel tracks like you're both across from each other but they're you're on both um different timelines time time frames i mean but you're both going to meet each other at the right time the right place what i'm saying is the 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 time that it's going to take you to evaluate yourself and let go of the past and move forward and grow out of yourself you're going to meet this guy at the right time in the right place it's like it's already meant to be just let it be but kind of also understand that the less time you take to think about the past and what's holding you emotionally, the quicker it will be. But I also, I also think you're both a little bit quiet, you know, so you might miss each other if you're too quiet. So Uh, one thing I would urge you to work on is a little bit like instead of sort of delving back into your shell, when you see something that you like, say it. Okay. Because right. I think I think you just might miss that person if you don't if you don't go with your gut a little bit. I think they're they're similar to you in the way that they're they're a little bit quiet about their feelings. And uh, hey, did you, did you guys hear that by any chance, or was that just me? What? <laughs> I, I didn't hear it. anything. So. <laughs> I want to look. I want to go back and listen to that later because I I just went to I went through a door and closed it and I heard someone whispering like close a closed door. It was kind of freaky. That's why I wanted to ask you guys. <laughs> no, I did not hear that. Okay. Well, I'm whispering. You might have. It, there's a very slim chance it could have been me, as I'm whispering because I was letting the dogs out. Oh. <laughs> Close that door. <laughs> no, but not to take away from your reading, hun, because uh, I, I, I don't know if you were listening to the whole thing, but I'm, I'm a newbie. But I really feel like you're too quiet 
And if you whisper through your whole life, no one's ever going to hear you. And the you know, right person isn't going to hear you. And I feel like he or she is kind of like that too, where they're not they're not speaking up either. What do you got to do it? And you're the one calling in. So mm-hmm. I think when you see it come, you got to say something. You got to say, I like you, or, hey, you want to hang out, <laughs> or something. Don't be bashful, because you'll miss yeah, like an opportunity ta- if you are. Like, what's taking you so long? And I like your eyes. Like, good things. Just just speak up. Yeah, don't be afraid okay. to say, you know what? I think you and I should go out for a drink or something. Be the one when you're not, you're not normally the one, but maybe try it. Maybe try to be the one to, like, pursue it. I think it might be beneficial for you. They might be shy at first, too, but it might be something you're not interested in, but you you know that there's more. So don't don't um, hold back. Just kind of be patient with it, but then also speak up again. Yeah. What? Okay. There's something you want to say. Say it. Please. Ooh, no. I, I'm just listening and taking it all in. <laughs> oh, I feel like I feel like there's something else that you need to say. And the other thing I get is also um, there's times where you want to doubt yourself, like, oh, you know what? It's too much time went by. Maybe I'm just going to be alone forever. And that's something you got to um, stop saying to yourself because that goes into um, the energy and frequency that you're you're attracting. So you want to. Start being more positive. You are worthy of love. You're, you are going to find the right guy that's going to stick with you for the rest of your life. You didn't go, you didn't miss an opportunity. You're in the right place at the right time. Your job doesn't need to change. All these things. Like, don't, don't think about what's wrong. There's nothing wrong. Right. Look forward. Okay. That's what I'm trying to do. That's true. Because I was engaged before, so I mean, and it didn't work out. So, yeah, well, everything happens for a reason. You know, if everyone that was engaged worked out, then we'd all be married forever, right? It'll be perfect. <laughs> it doesn't mean the end for you at all. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you you so have much. to remember that there, there's so many beginnings. There are so many beginnings. And they're all fun, and they're all great, and yours aren't over. But you got to let Sometimes. yourself be there for it, and you got to speak like up when you see it. The um the anticipation moment too, like I think we don't realize it sometimes where we're just so um, into just like waiting for someone and looking for them that if we were to watch this in a movie, it's like, Oh my God, we know it's coming. And then you see them and they're like, I knew it. They met each other. And then like everything starts, but this is like the anticipation moment where it's coming your way. He's, he's coming. It's going to be yeah. fairly soon. Um, it's kind of okay. like the, so the watching. Oh, sorry. Going ahead. No, it's okay. What I was going to say is just don't, don't so much worry about, like, where are they? When is it, when is it happening? It's taking so long. I'm not going to deserve it. Forget that. He's coming. Just enjoy this moment. Like, you're ready to meet him at any time and be open to it. And enjoy the moment. All right. Okay. 
That sounds great because I'm still trying to work on myself. So I'm like, okay, let me get myself together. I'll, I'll tell you Listen, what. Listen, I think I think before, you also. Go ahead. Sorry, Brittany. The last thing I want to say, and this is it, and I'll, I'll shut up. But this this guy that you're gonna meet that I saw, he's um he dresses fairly decently well. He's very humble, very polite. I don't know why I see him with a top hat on. Not like a top hat. What do they call? What do they call it? But, he has a nice style, but he's a very polite and humble man, so he's not disrespectful. You guys are going to get along great, so just keep your eye out for him. Okay. Anyone there? Oh, I'm <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, I'm processing. Um, Joe's right. There's this guy sort of, like, lingering. But I just keep getting this, like, burning feeling that you have to, you have to get a little outside of your comfort zone. You tend to hold back. You're reserved. You're quiet. You you can't let this one go by you without saying, hello, <laughs> hey. <laughs> you know, and it, it doesn't have to be difficult. It's just a matter of you saying, hi, I'm here, and he will see you. Okay. It's kind of like if you work on yourself, what you've been doing, but then you like you finally feel whole again, and that's the moment where you're ready to go. Aha! You're not so reserved anymore. It's kind of like you. And you, yeah, you and he will go. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you, thank you guys so much. You're welcome. You got this, girl. Hang in there. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's recap on this topic here of love, the quest for love, and um, <laughs> well, I'm the goal here. recurring theme here, Joe, is mm-hmm. self love. That seems to be self-love. the recurring theme. Self love breeds love. Positive energy breeds positive energy. You know, you get what you put out, right? Mm-hmm. So Corinne well, made a really valid point early on in this conversation that if you're loving and caring about yourself, then you're inviting that into yourself. Well, yeah, it's um, oh, you just said it, and I had it in my head. Um, self-love. What I wanted to say was. If you want to give someone the best part of you, which is, I, I think, like, once you find your self-love and you, you're truly, you know who you are, there's no doubt about it, this is what you want, and this is who you are, but you're genuinely whole, right? Then you'll be able to give someone that part of you who you are actually looking for to attract versus you're not sure of who you really are, you're just trying to find someone to fill in a hole. And you want to give someone a part of you, and then what you really get is just like a a life lesson. Yeah. I I think there's also something to be said, though, that all of us experience all of these things. Like, I think some days we're feeling really good about ourselves and we're feeling self-confident. Other days we're a little bit less than that. And some people go through bigger peaks and valleys than others. But I don't think it means there's no love if you haven't gotten there yet either. 
no love. That makes sense. The other thing is too, and this is something that I very, very recently learned, is that sometimes when you're not feeling fantastic, you have to kind of almost make a decision to be positive. Meaning, yeah. Oh, it's conscious you know, you, for sure. You really feel really crappy, but you know what? And I've and I've felt that way where I'm like, man, I feel like not fantastic today. But then what I do is I try to cheer someone else up, and then I try to put a positive spin on it, and I end up feeling better. So that's something that consciously we you know keep in the back of your mind. You know, everyone has like you said, you know, highs and lows. But sometimes when you're having a low, if you make a couple of decisions to put a positive spin on it, it turns that low into a high. Oh, yeah, you're right. The other thing that I actually did today was I was at a low point today, so I reached out to high point people in my life um, who brought me back. So I think when you're feeling down and you have those people that are positive in your life, you know, utilize that. And and not to use them, but that's coming out all wrong. <laughs> but uh, surround yourself with people with the energy that you need. You know that's good, that's positive. And equally, you can be that person for other people when they're on their down date, because we all have it. Like tonight, Joe and our mutual friend Chalky were two people that helped me kind of come up from a bad point. And sometimes just putting yourself in the position of being around positive people will help bring you back. Absolutely. And I think people too. So a little spin on me. I work um, in like kind of a mental health kind of thing. And I think there's so many stigmas with that. And people feel like if they're feeling low, if they reach out or, talk to someone about it, they're going to, someone's going to think that they're weak or can't handle that. And I think that that's a stigma that just needs to go away that yeah, everybody I, has. I think that's strength. And, that's strength. <laughs> you know, but, but unfortunately the view is not that way. So I right. want to encourage people who, when they are having a low, yes, reach out to those friends who help you, you know, reach out to that as well as on the flip side of that is, I have most certainly been, I've, I've felt that people are having a tough time and sometimes you're like, yeah, you you know what? Do I reach out to them? Do I not? You know what? Just reach out. Say, Hey, you're having a great day, you know, vice versa. And I know Joe can attest to that. I think I've done that to him in the past. It's like, Hey, (laughs) what's going on? Are you having a fantastic day or, you know, whatever it is, because sometimes people just need that. Well, when we brought up karma earlier, um, it's it's give and receive. It's give what you receive, receive what you give, right? So um, it's important to to be as dedicated to giving back what you need as what you need when you need it, <laughs> if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And I think yeah. that one of the most gratifying roles of a human being is actually listening and being there for somebody. And it's actually more gratifying than when you reach out to someone. <laughs> so you have to play Absolutely. both roles. Lean on me. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we can. <laughs> but, you know, bad karaoke aside. <laughs> oh, now. Come on. That was rough, girl. Come on. I got to rip on him. <laughs> I mean, we said be honest, I sound, right? I sound better <laughs> be honest. Than but... <laughs> yeah, caramel bite me tight. <laughs> no, I think that's great humor. It made me smile. I laughed, but um, I don't know why. Oh, before I say this, if you want a reading and you want to call in, uh, doesn't have to be about the topic. Uh, call the number nine two nine four seven seven two seven six seven. Remember to press the number one if you want a reading for us to pick it up. But. I don't know why I kind of had this um, this memory of Travis Barker, the commercial where what if he didn't become this, this famous drummer? And he he wound up becoming like a bodybuilder in the commercial, but he never like served his full potential of being a drummer. So, mm-hmm. and it was kind of a funny commercial. I don't know if you guys remember that, but it was like, what if? I vaguely remember something like that. <laughs> no, but I sort of get where you're going with it. Like, what if you don't um, live up to your full potential? What if you didn't heal from from all these things and move forward or take the opportunity? Yeah, but what you're talking about is real subjective also. Like, to know what your full potential is. Well, what what I mean by that is basically everything that we go through in life has a purpose. It's, It's crap. Like, look. I wouldn't be that here is. on this blog talk um, for this purpose if I didn't go what I went through and I didn't meet the friends that motivated me and supported me even after I did it. Yep. Everything. So everything kind of has its purpose, whether you call into the radio. Uh, you definitely should call into the show, but that's definitely purpose. But I'm just kidding. Um, there's <laughs> things behind it instead of wondering why, but take the time to let that settle in. And take a deep breath, but well, that's, that's different than the what if that you reference. Because I think that you can't waste your time on what if. It's in my mind a waste of time because, like you just said, everything happens for a reason with a purpose. Oh, there's Corinne's dogs. <laughs> All right. Well, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, but I mean. If you if you start thinking about what if, then you, you start questioning everything you've ever done or ever dealt with. Whereas if you just start going, okay, what now? Yeah. You're you're dealing with everything that you've already been dealt. And you've been dealt up for a reason. That's exactly what you just said. Well, well yeah. Um, so is a reason. And there are people in our lives for a reason. That's for sure. And that's, that's a beautiful thing. And you can't harbor on, like, guilt of what you could have done or should have done or would have done. Those words are negative in my mind. Well, you I can't, guess Because nobody can rewind. Nobody can erase. Nobody can go back. I, I don't know yeah, anybody that can do that. <laughs> life, life is this, like, game of chess, basically, like. I always said that, but I thought it was kind of like an interesting way of saying, like, I don't know how to play chess, and I don't know how to live life either, so I'm just going with it. But really, <laughs> well, I I don't I don't agree with that analogy really because oh, chess is about oh, strategy oh, and about defeat. Yep. Well, yeah. Where strategy, defeat, I, <laughs> yeah. 
And I, I can tell you don't look at life that. that way. Yeah, you no. can. You can. Go, go ahead. ahead. Oh no, uh, no, I agree with you about chess. I mean, I play chess all the time. I love it, but it's all about, um, like you said, strategy and planning out where life doesn't yep. necessarily no, go can't. that way. And the other thing that I wanted to say to kind of piggyback on what you said before is, you know, no, you can't look at the what ifs and all those things, or I didn't, or I mess up, but you have to look at everything as a life lesson. And instead of right. saying, Oh, I failed at this. You have to say, what did I learn from this? Because then that right. just makes you that much stronger for the next time. Yeah, yeah I totally agree with you. And well, it, I mean, my, my as opinion far is, as like, you're on is, one side of the table, and then the universe is on the other side of the table. So you have to make a move, and then the universe makes a move. So it's kind of like you can't just sit at home Jeckard. and go, I don't know. Well, what's yeah. that old adage is life is what happens while you're making plans? Yep. And I think you, you have all these tools, and you can do all of these things to make your life better. Um, working on yourself, developing happiness, developing good relationships. But you can never anticipate what's really going to happen in the future. And people misconceive psychics on that aspect as well. Like, Corinne, I don't think, and I'm stepping out of line here, but I don't think you're telling anybody what they're doing in their future. No, you're giving them that's some not, guidance. That's and not thing. I'm, I'm a motivational leader. <laughs> I want to guide right. them and help them get to their goals. I'm not here to tell you your future because we have exactly. a little thing called free will. It kind of yes. you know, messed that up. I, I think so, I think people need to know that and like understand that when they call it. Well, like there's a difference between uh, being an intuitive reader or being a psychic or spiritualist is a couple different things. It's not just like telling the future because I can see the past present, future, and I don't know where I'm at sometimes or why. So what I mean by that is it's about being aware of what's holding you back, what hurt you, what the subject is, why it's coming up for your future, and then there's the free will part of that's where things come to play, whether you could take our advice that we see where that goes for you mm-hmm. or, or not, you don't, yeah. which it still doesn't – so it goes a different way. You can't call back and be like, well, I made a different decision. You were wrong. And it's more or less like, did you listen to our guidance and heal from the spiritual aspect of what the answer was, or what did you do? So there's a caller okay. that really needs to come in. Um, if you are listening and you want to be answered, remember to press the number one, even if you're listening now, so that way um, you can be answered. And we do have another one, which is going to be 646 the mail. Hello. Hello, six four six. Oh. Oh, hey. How are you today? Good. How are you? What's your name? I'm doing good. Uh, my name is Billy. Billy. Yes. What, where are you calling from, Philly? Is it Philly? I'm calling from New York. Oh, it's New, New York. York Park. Yes, I'm calling from uh, Manhattan. Manhattan. We're actually. Yes. Uh, me and Corinne are in the Hudson Valley near Poughkeepsie, but what's up, Manhattan? What's up? Everything is going well. How is the weather up there? Um, it's cold. I mean, it's 
cold for me. But, you know, it's hot and it's cold and it's 45, 50 degrees, so the weather's weird. All right. Did it snow up there? Um, not today. It's actually melting. It's yeah. all going away. Thank God. So uh, what, what's your call? What's your, what's your question about? Yeah, my question is in regards to future, future love life. Okay, so um, right now I'm just focusing on myself, achieving my goals, but um, I just want to, I see a guy coming in, but I just don't want to pick the, well, I know I'm not going to pick the wrong person, <laughs> so I just wanted to mm-hmm. see what you guys come up with on your end. Uh, does anyone want to go first? Um, definitely a guy, not a girl. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm just pulling. Um, All right. So you said you have somebody that you're already thinking about or you want to know about your future somebody? Yeah, I just say, yeah, my future love life. Um, Right now I'm just focusing on myself, trying to achieve my goals for the next six months. So um, I am not, I'm just not, I'm just really focusing on me. I'm not really, until I get all of my my ducks in a row the way I want it, but I just wanted to see what you pick up on my love life. I'm very picky when it comes to guys. Um, I just don't mm-hmm. talk to any type of person. Well, I want to tell you this, is that one, I pick up on your energy, and you're pretty funny. Like, you, you're witty and sarcastic, and you're looking for a guy that has humor. The guy I actually see coming, I don't know what time it's going to be, but I see he's coming, so don't overthink it, that you keep doing your thing. Um, he's a very tall and funny dude. He's um, smart, intelligent. He's going to keep you on your toes a little bit when it comes to the conversation. It's going to be an interesting relationship in the beginning where it's kind of like you're going to be really happy. But this guy is tall. I uh, see a tall, fit dude. Um, but the, there's something about you and you and his personality where you both connect on humor. So this relationship's never going to be dull. I feel like it's going to be like this, like funny love, surprise, happiness, comedy. Like I would like to watch the show type thing. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Um, I'm gonna ask a really awesome tough question. Are you open to women? No, I am not. I am not gay at all. Okay. How about transgendered women turning into men? No, not 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 at all. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna leave that alone. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, 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 no. I mean, no. That's just not. I, you know, I can be a fuck you, but no. Even, even listening to a conversation yeah. right now is making me laugh. Like no, but hey, maybe someone. <laughs> All right, excuse me for asking. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe the point that you're making is that there is a female that is attracted to her, but she she knows it or not. But I don't know. Maybe that's what uh, I feel Corinne? like uh, the, if that's not already happening, like it's gonna happen. Is there a woman that's been hitting on you or something? No. It has not, but I can let her know that I'm not attracted to her. You what? I'm sorry. No, no, there has not been any women hitting on me. 
But if if it were to arise, I would just pull it to the side and let her know. Like, no, I'm not attracted to women. <laughs> I feel like it might happen. So just be nice. <laughs> okay. Just be nice. Okay. <laughs> Corinne? Yeah, I'm here. I'm sorry. I had to mute it for a minute. It was getting loud over here. Um, the dogs. <laughs> They're not my dogs. I'm dog sitting, so I pardon that. But they bark a lot. They want to go to bed, and they're waiting for me to go to bed. So, I mean, hey. I as far as the future, I'm not picking up on, on that, but I am picking up what kind of journey are you going through now with yourself? Because I feel like you're struggling a little bit to get to your goals. Well, right now I'm in the process. Well, I work overnight, okay? So I'm taking some courses right now to uh, betterment my chances of getting a better job. So that's the okay. only thing that I'm going through, and then I'm taking uh, – taking a certificate certificate class or personal training. So I have a lot on my plate that I'm trying to achieve between now and within the next six months. And I, and I see that, like, I see that you're really burying yourself. Just, you know, be careful of, um, you know, don't let, I, I feel like I just have to say this. Don't let anything, like if you have a slight setback, let you down and don't compare yourself to everybody else or anybody you know, every other job the same way because everything is different a little bit. And I feel like I need to tell you that. I also feel like I need to tell you as you go through this process, just pay attention to the the politics, so to speak, the way to go about things. Because I feel like with what you want to go through with your certificate and that, you might have to, you know, play by the rules, so to speak. So just be aware of that. All right? All right. That's what I'm picking up on right now. Okay. But I see that you're going to, I mean, I definitely see you moving forward that way, but I feel like right now you just need to, you just need to make sure, don't let a little setback really set you back. Just say, okay. Oh, okay. And move forward. All right. That's fine. I will. And keep your head up. Okay. I will. Thank you. All right. Have a good night. All right. Good night, guys. All right. Let's just jump into the next caller instead of uh, tying that into lot. Well, I mean, you know what? Let's keep my word. Um, not to get lost on that, but how do we want to tie that in? Can Can I say something weird? Um. Yeah. Say something weird. Huh? Yeah, do it. Yeah, I'm just I'm picking up on on somebody that that's gay that's calling in, and I don't know why it wasn't her, but it's like urgent that you pick up their call. All right. Well, we do have another caller but, here. I think I didn't answer their call yet. Um, I think. Um, let me see. Hello, 856. Did I answer your call yet? Uh, not yet. It's Rosemary, and okay. I'm not gay either. I'm straight. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a guy. <laughs> it's a guy. Well, if you're listening okay. and you want to read it. That's okay. You be straight. 
no matter what your 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 preference is, please call us in. We'll give you a reading, and we're happy to read that tonight. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I didn't mean to no call. Sorry, hon. <laughs> we're looking for yeah. love in all the wrong places. What's your, what's your name? Where are you calling from? I was raised from New Jersey. I talked to you guys a couple of weeks ago. Huh? I don't know the topic, but the it's going good. I'm still waiting on a couple of answers from my uh, lawyer, but I, I think it's going to go direct, like you said. No, I don't. So hopefully, I'll get a call soon from them. Got it, got it. Um, so, what's your question? Tonight? I guess I'll see you in love, whatever. Um, there's like a couple. I know I'm on communication, so um, so I got a kind of weird couple calls for the last couple of days, but not direct. If that makes sense. Whatever you got for love for next week. Uh, love? Did you say love for next week? Yeah, whatever's coming up, the right one. Um. Why did did I talk to you about moving? Are you moving? Uh, I want to, but I did that a couple of times and I came back home <laughs> trying to and so, stay permanent. wait, were you the, you called me, I think when I started the show and you were thinking about moving and you were waiting for the company to move you? Uh, yeah. I think I'm the okay. one. Okay. You're supposed to move. And... With you moving, it has to do with uh, being alone, being able to hold your own um, and challenge yourself because that's what, that's where you're going to meet someone. And I don't – did you want to move out of state at all? Out of the country. You want to move out of the country? Yeah. Where is it? Corinne, you there? I am. I'm having a hard time hearing with this particular call. I'm getting a lot of background noise. Yeah, there's a lot of noise in the background. I don't know what's going on. I'm like having a hard time hearing what you guys are saying. And now it's really quiet. <laughs> I know it's um, my So say your name again So you can pick it up And, and say your question again Ours Maria for a love That's coming up more permanent The right one and, uh, You know a person Okay uh, The other thing I guess too Before Corinne starts is that You just like cut a lot of people out of your life too That's what I'm remembering And you cut yeah, some people out So you're going through a transition right now, so right. Mm-hmm. you're going to meet someone within, like, the next six to eight months, but you do what you want to do, but I want to remind you, like, definitely find somewhere to move. I don't think you're going to be moving out of state or United or country, but um, find somewhere interesting to travel to or move to or make a move, like, somewhere different, because you're meant to uh, challenge yourself and meet new people somewhere where... It's not going to be just pack your stuff up and go back home. And that's what that, that's what they're going to be. But you're going to do that, I believe, after this case is over. Cool. 
Um, so I'm basically picking up that, like, I mean, whatever you want is at your fingertips. You just have to have patience. I also am seeing that you need to let go of some scars from the past, either something that you keep thinking of or someone. Um, but to do that, you need to just kind of turn in and listen. And I feel like what's happening is, is something from your past, either someone has an opinion about it, someone brings it up all the time, something like that. And you need to stop listening to everybody else. You need to listen to just yourself. And I feel like you let, you do listen to these other people. They stress you out. But once you do that you, and you turn in, and you anything you want is at your fingertips. I see adventure for you. I see you moving on. And I see good things happening for you. But you got to stop listening to all these people who have all these things to say to you to tell you what to do. You know what you have to do. Don't let them stress you out. Oh, yeah, that's why I let them go. I don't listen to them anymore. Or they know not to... Uh come back to me and repeat what others say, so I don't listen to it no more. Um, I want to ask you, do you have tattoos, or do you want tattoos? I have them. Um, what I want to tell you, why I'm asking you, is to save your money and not get a tattoo, because I see you kind of like filling in holes in your life that you're you're trying to move on from things, but you're redefining them in a new way in a sense where it's like you're not progressing. You're just kind of like adding adding a, a beautiful portrait or pictures on, you, on yourself, but it's not really helping you. You're you're letting people influence you on your decisions. Just follow your heart. Do what you're supposed to do, what you want to do. Besides the tattoo thing, it's up to you. But what I'm being told to tell you is that stop wasting your money, save it. Make a move because you're going to enjoy yourself when you move. Um, it's going to limit you on being able to come back home because you're meant to grow. You're supposed to be meeting new people, um, growing out of your shell, loving yourself and your life more. Um, and especially after this court case, you're going to you're going to want to get out of this this area and just make a change for yourself. So definitely do that. Don't hold back on life because you know what. Before you know it, and I'm not saying this in a bad way, I'm just giving you a point of view, 10 years are going to go by, and what if you didn't move? You're going to want to move. So just move. Right. True. When I have money. <laughs> if you want Lots of it. True. Can I have some? Have you ever felt like just like fuck it? Uh, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel like that's where you're at right now, and you gotta hone it in a little bit. Know that if you hang on a little bit longer, like you might see what you want to see. Like, don't just throw it all the wolves yet. Right. True. Write down, write down the things that make you happy. Write down the things that you're grateful for. Write down the goals that you want to achieve in your lifetime. And 
you know, keep writing things down. Eventually you're going to go, you know what? I have so much to live for. There's so much to do in this world. And I'm basically putting myself in a little bubble. And it's normal. We do that. And we kind of, like, go through our emotions because we let people take the best of us and we get hurt. And we try to move on from that. And right now you're, you're letting go of things that were holding you back. But at the same time, you're moving forward. So just know that you're on the right path and moving forward. And um, be, be the best version of you. And don't let anyone kind of hold you back from you growing. Explore. And I say that because... Well, um, and... Sorry, Jeff. No, I was just saying that... I say that because we can we can get easily depressed because we're looking for something to fulfill us, but what's really the first step is to observing our own life. And it goes back to what we were talking before, that we can't fully enjoy life until we fully understand about ourselves to you know, move move forward and let let someone else in. Well, and stop feeling like you have to be in control of everything. Like, you don't really have to be in control of anything. But stop feeling all that responsibility. Right. Is that making sense to you? Yeah, I have to. Like, you ways. don't have to facilitate everything. It's going right. to happen. It's always going to happen. Shit's going to happen. <laughs> Whether you do something or you don't do something. Right. Don't forget that yeah. things happen beyond your peripheral, like beyond what you can see. I don't know why. And that's I okay. Like, um, this is a big transition you're going through, and you might not even see it right now, but you're going through this. I think um, I think the card I, I just kind of saw in my head was the moon, or what, I forget the card, where it's like um, two Egyptians, and it's like day and night. Corinne, do you know that card? Do, what is that card called? Which, um, it's a spiritual card. It's like a transitioning card where there's two, uh, two, two of the Egyptian figures, and then there's like the the sun and the moon transition. The moon, I think it's um, no, the moon card usually has wolves on it. Um, I don't, I can't remember. I don't read. Mm-hmm. I read tarot, but I read them with different pictures, so I don't always remember which is which. Well, what I want to say is that you're going through a transition now, and I don't even think you realize it, but it's um, it's a transition of you letting go of the old version of you, and you're going to be moving into the newer forward version of you. And this is kind of um, uh, an important time frame for you because you're going to realize the things you're going through, how you did it, what you let go, what made you you, and the decisions that you're making are very important because, these are the steps you're taking to fulfill your life. Right. Cool. Well, but and you it, like to be in control. You like to be in control. Yeah. Right? And let me tell you, you actually are more in control of the things you don't really feel like you are in control of. Like your own happiness. Like every day. Like being okay when you wake up in the morning. You want that control? Take it. Because you can have it. 
You are the, you're, you're like a really fucking strong person. <laughs> Sorry. They don't like when I yeah. say, but I do. <laughs> and you are a seriously strong person. So instead of putting all your strength in everybody else and in like implementing all these things, like every morning when you wake up, put that strength into that. Like, um, today I'm going to accomplish this or I'm going to do this. It could be something stupid, like go for a walk or like, I don't know. You need to hone in on that energy that you already have. You have a serious strength behind you. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, and you like, you probably alienate people because of it. They're probably like, holy shit. <laughs> not messing with her. Right? Right? Yeah, some people know yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> so so you're, you're pushing people away, but you you got to use that strength to, like, hone in what you need. Like, definitely still push people away that you don't need in your life. You're pretty good at getting rid of negative energy. But yeah. still try to use that same, like, like, you know, hardcore strength to pull in the shit that you need. Like, use that. That's a gift you have. So use it. You know, that will reflect in your relationships, whether it's romantic or friendship or family or whatever. It doesn't really matter. You have that, like, gut, fighter, strength, instinct. And instead of using it against people, use it for yourself. How do I do that? How do you do that? You start fighting for what you believe in rather than fighting against what you don't believe in. Does that make sense? I'll fight what I believe in, not fight for something rather than against something. Okay, gotcha. Cool. You know, you have all this strength that's emanating off of you. Nobody will fuck with you, right? Nobody will mess with you. Mm, Yeah, true. Right? <laughs> so instead of turning people away, pull people in by giving them that, that kind of camaraderie with you. Like, I'm a fighter in your corner. And you will get fighters in your corner if you do that. And you'll find people that love you. And you'll find that strength and that, like, camaraderie. But you've got to let the guards down a little bit. <laughs> you can't fight everybody away from yourself. Have you um, have you ever thought about becoming a counselor? Uh, no. What kind of sort of some people could do to me first? Don't so you dare yet. You just need to <laughs> let people in first. <laughs> but listen to me. It's not a bad thing to be a fighter. Right. But you can't be a lonely fighter. Every fighter has somebody in their corner putting a towel around their shoulders or rooting them on or cheering them on. You can't be alone. You don't deserve to be alone. Right. Am I making sense to you? Yeah. There's somebody that's There's somebody that's equally aggressive and willing to charge as you are, but you got to let them in. 
Yeah, I'm trying to let them in and they don't want to take yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> don't stop fighting, but stop fighting everybody, okay? You can't fight everybody. You gotta let somebody in. <laughs> cool. Cool. Hopefully soon. <laughs> yeah, choose your battles wisely because, you know, there's always somebody in your corner. And that's what you need. You need to know that there's a corner to turn to. You're not alone. You're not by yourself. You're not you fighting know, this what, battle alone. You're not. Think, you need um, to hear this. Well, I think Brittany is also, maybe I'm picking up on a different level too, but what I got from what Brittany was saying on a different level is that maybe something you need to to, to look at is first that the, the relationship starts off as a friend that you let someone in your corner, like you, you instead of fighting everyone, that you you realize they're a great friend at first, and that becomes into something more, and that's how it builds. Um, that's not something I'm spiritually seeing. I'm kind of I'm picking up that sense from Brittany on what she was saying, but not to not to forget what she her point was too. Cool, yeah. Look, I'm feeling like you're you're a hard motherfucker, <laughs> but you're also lonely as hell. Right, and trying to and keep you can't fight everybody away, man. You can't. Because <laughs> then you just keep being lonely. Well, do so you have any other questions? you, you got to have somebody that's in battle with you. But yeah. you got to be open to receiving that. So let your guard down a little bit. Let your gloves down a little bit. We actually had a similar analogy the other night on one of our calls. And I think you're amazing and you're awesome and you don't want anybody to know that because you're, like, scared. Sometimes the best fighters are the scaredest fighters. (laughs) But you've got to know you got something something totally awesome to get. And let them see it. Like, let them be with you. Let them hang out with you. And you'll find that person. You'll figure out the right one if... You let yourself be seen. And that does not mean you have to stop fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. So just let my guard down, yeah. Try to communicate and all that stuff. You know what? The strongest people know their weaknesses. Okay? All right, cool. Appreciate it. All right. Well, thanks for calling in. And have thanks. a good night. Let us know how everything goes. All right, Ella. All right. Well, we have um, we have about 14 to 15 minutes on air. And if you're still listening or you're interested, maybe you didn't call in yet, feel free to call in. we got some time left. Don't remember. Don't forget. Don't forget. Press and speak English. Don't forget to press one. I'm like, don't remember too far yet. <laughs> Corinne. But yeah. Do you do any sort of like mentoring or? Uh, not at this moment that I know of. <laughs> She wants to know if you could be a, like a teacher. 
Um, you have I, <laughs> I mean, I'm actually going to be um, teaching a class with another a fellow reader. So, I mean, people are going to come and learn um, tarot. It's a tarot class. Uh, so I, okay. I I normally if I do tarot I have a Crowley deck and I have a Rider White deck. And you have a what one? I was in, I have a Crowley deck and a Rider White deck. Okay. And I was introduced to tarot probably when I was about five years old from my uncle. Okay. So it's been a big thing, but I'm I'm just curious. Where, where do you come from? Where do you live? I live in um. I live in like Poughkeepsie. Well, I live in Poquag, but for those that are um, not around yeah. there, like near Poughkeepsie area, <laughs> you I could say. Yeah, she's about, <laughs> about like 40, 40 minutes from where I live. So, yeah. What Brittany's asking you is basically like, you know, can, do you have time to like spend teaching her on the phone or talk, talk to her? Because that's what she was asking. I don't yeah. know if you picked up on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I could absolutely do that i that's i love that kind of thing sure <clears throat> i find it interesting because you know it's um it's something that made me think just now that not everyone is going to learn from from the bet like i think you have to click first and i think i was great of Brittany to talk to you about it and ask you because she clearly is picking up that vibe like i can learn something from her like she's a great person and i think that's awesome and um i'm glad you kind of did it on the, on the episode because we shouldn't be ashamed of like, you know, I'm not going to get off this episode and be like, Brittany, Brittany didn't have to be teacher to give readings. And that's not what it's about. I'm actually <laughs> proud and happy. Like you guys. No, I feel like, and Yeah. Like knowing your own self is also knowing. And what I just said to her, your weakness is very, very strong. Because knowing your own, um, like the points that you can improve on, Makes you a better person because you're working on that shit. I'm not gonna lie. You know, people are like really arrogant and think they're already I'm there. Say, I'm having a hard time hearing you, Brett. I can't hear oh. you very well. You're like far away. Hold on. Oh, there you are. Oh, you hear me? I hear you better now. What were you saying? How's it? <laughs> wow. I, I was saying that I think it's important for people to know their weaknesses. And for people to be a little bit humble, because when you're arrogant, you miss out on learning things. Well, I I think, think. too, what people need to learn, rule number one, and I'm sure Joe and, and you will agree, when it comes to spirituality or any of those things, you never, ever stop learning. There is never a point where you don't learn something. Because everyone has a Nobody knows everything ever. Ever. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but you know, it's and but what it, the other thing is too is with this is everyone has their own take on it. You know, I uh, one thing I know, like I mean, I could pull the same car. Say we all pull the star in the tarot deck. I pull it. Bill pulls it. You pull it. Someone else pulls it. Everyone's gonna have the root meaning will be about the same, but everyone's gonna have just a little bit of a different interpretation. So yeah. even then, you might know what that card is, but someone else's interpretation might give you a flip side to it. Be like, oh, that makes sense. I like that. And that's something that I've learned. And I don't read with, 
with the typical tarot. I mean, I have a tarot deck, meaning that it, uh, it it's the same suits and everything like that, but the images are not the same. I well, I have many decks, but yeah, yeah, one of the ones. Like, and I don't even like read with decks, cards, but. Like, like she said, like cars in a garage or something. Like this is my Camaro, <laughs> and like this is my my Cadillac car. Well, the universe is so unique. The universe is so complex. It 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 makes things happen that you would never think would happen. It oh definitely like make it creates synchronicity where you wouldn't see it before, and you know it's not always what you expect it to be. That's okay. I think it's a great example of exactly what you're saying because um, Shakti introduced me to you. I introduced you to Corinne and Corinne read you and you were like, oh, damn, I need to learn from her. (laughs) So it's just the universe. No, but I I felt that way already. Like I I wanted to reach out to you, Corinne, and ask you for some guidance. Absolutely. Because I think being, being humble is an important part of learning about this kind of stuff. You have oh, to absolutely. know that everything's a little bit bigger than you. Always. <laughs> no matter how good you are. <laughs> and there's always room for learning, for improvement, mm-hmm. for for all kinds of things. <laughs> and to support each other is better than to negate each other. And you know what? I love that you made that point because in this community, in this world, you know, there can be, it, you know, I feel like we all talk about being spiritual and we talk about, you know, being positive and all that, but it, in my entrance into this kind of thing, I've seen where people who say these oh, things competition. don't practice them and they have yep. this, and, and I'm like, you know what, there's plenty for everybody. And everyone needs exactly. to learn from another. And so well, that's and my piece on it. There's learning on every level from mm-hmm. everyone. You can't, If you decide that you're going to stop learning, then you don't <laughs> fully understand anything. You're that's right. always learning. And Absolutely. I appreciate sort of getting to know your tactics and your views through this whole Joe thing and I appreciate Joe for all he's done. Everybody that's listening needs to subscribe and tell their friends. Right? I'm plugging for you. Right? <laughs> tell a friend, tell a friend. <laughs> um, we do have another caller when we have the, we have some time left. So I figure we take this caller and um call it let's do it. see how everything goes, but let's um let's take it. Hello, are you there? Hi, thank you. My name is Wendy from Sacramento. Hi, Wendy. Hi, Wendy. California. Yes, <laughs> nice to meet both of you. Nice to meet you too. What's your What's your question about tonight? Well, um, I I'll try to be concise. Um, on March ninth last year, I was in a yellow cab and it was rear-ended on the highway and I was taken by ambulance to the hospital and um, I was on a medical leave for eight months and then my employer called me and they gave me an ultimatum to return to work or else by November 1st so I did 
However, they were they did say that they would give me complete retraining starting mid December. But they changed their mind on that. And um it's it's really been challenging because um I have lots of experience in the field, but it's like a whole new company and new computer systems. So I've had to ask a lot of questions. And um I got an annual review based upon one call in December for the whole year, and I don't think it's fair because it was on something that I hadn't been trained on for over a year. So anyway, nonetheless, um, I am trying to put forth a positive attitude. I am going to be applying at other jobs, but I, I want to keep this job until I go to a new job. So do you still do you see me? continuously employed without any gaps in employment for at least one year? Well, I, so I have to tell you, I'm picking up on a bunch of different things. First of all, did you, in your accident, did you have a head injury? No, I did not. Okay. Um, so I see, I have to tell you, I see a lot of things going on. I, I honestly get the feeling that you might, you might end up having to move on from this job. I feel like, but I want you to know that, that if you were to do that, you're going to find something, but let me, well, when I was getting, I also, um, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Go? Um, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just getting like, you're, you might need to let go and, and find something a little more that you understand that you're more comfortable with. I just feel like you're having a really tough time and this job is burdening you. Uh, it um, is very stressful. What I what I was getting is that um, that you had several options, and what I mean by that is you you could have stayed at your job if you want to, you could have made an option to look for work, and then you had I think you I think you had another option for uh, a job, but but what I want to tell you is that it sounds to me like you already intentionally made a choice of grabbing another job. And what I mean by that is it's not a bad thing. I agree with Corinne. You're already kind of stepping out of this job because it's you, you mentioned it too. It's already uncomfortable and you want to keep it. I think you only want to keep it because of the finances and the, the foundation that you're stable because we're not always yeah. comfortable with the uncertainty of what's coming. So what I want to tell you with that being said is that this new job, whatever you're, it's a new beginning. It's a new start. Um, it's an option, but you physically have to be comfortable in this new position because if you carry um if you carry your doubt and your insecurities or anything with that from the last job it's just going to keep going so just start fresh start new and take the new job okay i will so are you is it your opinion that i 
that I will keep this job as long as I want to, and that by applying for a new job, if I find one that I want, um, I'm not going to get fired from my current job, but I, is that what you're stating, that I may have an opportunity and go that direction? Um, I'll be really blunt with you. I don't think you're keeping this job, and I don't say that in a, in a, um, in a bad way. I'm telling you because life's pushing you to a new place because whatever is going on at the job, it just seems like a, a repetitive day, like day and day and day, and it's happening over and over, kind of like it's the same emotions every day. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen at what time, but I do know if you don't leave that you're going to be told that you're going to have to leave. And again, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm saying that because whatever's coming at the new job, you're going to be offered something new. That's the new positive outcome from this. Not everything bad is bad, and I'm being told to tell you that you're being pushed in this new direction to be comfortable in a new place. So I wouldn't worry about when it is or when it, what's going to happen because you already intentionally put out in the world that you're putting a resume in. You, you're applying for jobs because, one, you're not sure, but, but, two, you feel it. So what I'm reinstating is that I do know that this job is not meant for you to have anymore because – one, it's uncomfortable. Two, you already made the decision for a new job and put the resumes out. And three, I just see this repetitive, almost like you're just, you don't even, you want it just to have the foundation and the stability, but it's emotionally distressful. Yes. So, uh, so will, it be a, will it be a situation where I will keep this job until I get offered the new job? Or are they going to say goodbye before I get a new job? I wouldn't worry about that right now. What I would what I would be concerned about is how many resumes and how many jobs you've been finding and looking and applying to. And the more fear you feed it, if you're worried about losing the job before you get a job, that's going to happen. We We tend to do that. If I go into work constantly going, am I going to be fired today? Am I going to be fired today? And you do this for like weeks. You're putting out in the world that you, you're going to get fired, so they're going to fire you. So what I mean by that is if you're going to let that worry repeat in your mind, don't even, don't even think about that. Just keep working and do your thing. Do what you got to do. Don't worry about anything else. What, I'm, what I want you to do is keep applying to new jobs. And the whole point of that is, Regardless of them, um, either either you leaving the job or them firing you, the whole point of this is that there's another opportunity for you to be comfortable and happy somewhere else. So just go look for it. But honestly, I, what I feel and see is that you have the opportunity to keep this job and find the next one. But if you take too long and you, you don't keep applying or looking for this job opportunity – they're going to push you out because the, the universe is basically, basically saying, keep looking, keep going, go find it, because you're not going to have an opportunity at that point because then you're going to have to go, oh, i got to look for a job. So to simplify that, just keep looking for a new, a new job that you feel inclined and happy and comfortable, and don't worry about losing this one. Just keep looking, and you'll keep it. 
you'll keep the job just as long as you keep looking, but with the intention of going to a new job. Okay. And um, another option I thought of was to, I was hired for what they call member services in this medical insurance company, but I was put on this team and as provider and member services and I'm smart, I'm catching on, but it's stressful and I haven't been trained in it. So I, I'm thinking about having a talk with, talk with my boss next week and saying, can you please move me to member services since you're not going to give me that training class? How would he react? Um, I think I, I think I told you this before. It all depends on how you verbalize that to him. Because if you come off aggressively and defensively, it's not going to go well. And you want to be um, kind of mutual with him when you, if you if you're going to talk to him about it and tell him, you know, hey, I want to do the best I can do. I didn't get this training class, but what do you think about moving me to the um, the member services department instead of going? You know, I didn't get this defensive training class. I would really like to go to the member services. It's it, how you speak and how you say things. It ultimately changes the outcome of someone's decision because they're 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 picking up that energy. So, and then if Corinne has anything to share with that, um, I want her to share it. You got to make a solid decision because this is going to be the ultimate outcome of where you want to go. Because I remember actually telling you, and I think I just told you earlier tonight too, um, you have an option. You have the option of either changing this to stay there or leaving. And I know this sounds kind of clashing on what I said earlier, but you have one foot out the door, one foot in the door. So what I mean by option is, do you, do you really want to stay there if you have the option to move to member services? You know what? The answer would be yes, as long as my supervisor in that member services was respectful to me so that I would feel comfortable. Okay. So I'm going to give you my, um, my opinion, and then I'll have uh, Corinne share what she's got, uh, if there's anything else. Mm-hmm. Go talk to your boss and tell him in a nice way you would like to be moved. You want to be able to go there because you have the experience and you don't have the training for this, and it's okay. How that comes about, if they move you and you enjoy it, stay there. If you're going there and you still feel uncomfortable, look for another job. Because this is kind of between, it's up to you. Uh, I see like this as a a, um, parallel. It's either you stay there and you're comfortable or you find this other job where you'll be comfortable. So it all depends on what you really want. You won't be without a job. Uh, Corinne, you got anything else? I just feel like she. you have to remember to kind of play play the game. And what I mean is, is you know, you're, you're working for an insurance company, a corporation, so you have to kind of play their game. You have to kind of not, you know, suck up to them, but – you need to word it just the right way. 
and you can't insult. You have to, you know, if you come on strong, they're going to get insulted and offended, and it's not going to work out. But I have to tell you, I really feel like you need to move on. That I'm really getting that, that you really need to move on from this place because I feel like it's really affecting you, and, and it's affecting yeah. your health. <clears throat> so, but, I mean, definitely act, but you have to play the game. You have to be very careful in how you approach it. Thank you both. I, I really appreciate it. Um, you know, telling me from your heart exactly what you what you see, and um, it, you are correct. I am very stressed, but it's a financial thing, and um, so you never know how it's going to be in the next job. And it's kind of a roulette wheel changing to a new team. But I have not been treated nicely on this team at all. So I think it would be. I'm thinking that it would be a good idea to move to member services as long as I would get a supervisor that would be kind to me. That's all I ask. And I am a very, um, I, I, I don't come on aggressively at all. I come, I'm, my supervisor actually says that I, I have great soft skills and that I have integrity um uh the thing is I've been offended by some the bad behavior on other people towards me. So I need a healthier environment and um I uh I don't drive um but I do have transportation available and this is fairly close to home and I only need it really for another year. So but I the, the key here is I do not want there to be a gap in my paycheck that I cannot uh, handle financially. So um, I think what I'll do is, uh, like the gentleman said, um, and I'm so sorry, I forgot your name. Uh, Joe. What was your name? My name is Joe. Sorry, it's okay. Thank you, Jim. I'm sorry. Um, Joe, so Joe, I, Joe. I am going to, yeah, I'm, I'm playing it really low key and um, I will uh, be applying probably on Sunday after I get my computer. I'll be on the phone with the Apple computer, clearing up some stuff on my computer and then I'll be applying at certain places. But um, I, even if I'm employed just through October would be a big help to me. So, um, I, in that annual review that I got, I do not think it's fair, um, but I am going to respond to it, um, but I'll be very, uh, I'll start it off on a positive note. I'll say, first of all, I want to thank my supervisor for hiring me and, um, and then respond to certain things. Like he mentions, uh, me applying my training and I will just say, you know, that's a good point. However, keep in mind, when I returned to work, I hadn't had training for almost a year. And there's been many changes. So, basically, he's giving me a segue, you know, to introduce how I wasn't given the training. Um, so, I... Um, 
Jim, I, th- I think you said as long as I, uh, because I guess you're reading my energy, that it, it's been stressful for me and it's not my dream job. Um, you're right. And at this point, it's more of a paycheck issue. So um, I think you said um, as long as I approach my boss uh, respectfully and positively, then he may consider switching me to member services and that it may turn out that I will stay there. Um, hey, but can I, I interrupt you for a minute? Yes. All right. I think you need to put less focus on all the specifics of your job and start thinking a little bit more big picture. Um, this is all inhibiting you, right? Like, are you there? I'm right here. Yeah, so wouldn't you agree that all this stuff is sort of inhibiting you from being happy? Oh, 100%. Yeah, so I think what you need to do is look at it a little bit differently. Instead of looking at it as all these people against you, start looking at what you can do to change it. Okay. All right. So if you're in the game of poker, right, Uh and you have all these people against you and they're all betting against you and you're sitting at a table and you wear sunglasses on and whatever, how are you going to call their bluff right now? Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, because you're sitting down and you're taking it. And you're also sick of taking it. Yes. So why don't you just take control of the situation? All right. So put a little blood uh, into your sweat and stop being the victim and start being the facilitator. Okay. I think I know what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Playing poke with get that poker face. Like, hey, I'm okay. I'm having a great day. No, I'm not even saying that. I'm saying win the poker game. Okay. Stop being the one that accepts everything that's going on, and start being the one that facilitates what what's happening. Okay. Because I think you like that element of control a little bit, right? No, I, I really wouldn't consider myself yeah, a controlling. A little bit. Admit it to yourself. That's I okay. Think right now, I want peace and harmony and comfort. Well, you know, if you stop playing games, you'll get that. Stop giving into this shit. Stop giving into these games. Start just doing things that make sense that are real. Yeah, and um, what what Brittany is basically saying, too, is, like, don't so much let the emotions revisit and revisit. Just kind of make the decision. 
I think you're making um, life choices right now based on fear, which is not getting you anywhere. So to sum this up, let's start with this. If you want to stay there, you want to make an opportunity about a uh, possibility moving to another department tomorrow, go talk to your boss. Because right now you're not getting anywhere by being upset, being feared of what could, what's going to happen next and where you're going. Exactly. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying own your stuff. Own your stuff. It's not everybody right. else. It's not everybody else's fault. I want to um, thank you for calling, and uh, good luck with the uh, – well, I mean, not good luck. You'll get it. You'll get moved to another department. Just make make a choice. That's all. Well, thank you. As long as I would get a supervisor that would be supportive of me and and fair, that's all I ask. Well, let's start with that. Let's start with believing that you'll get a supervisor that will support you, but you're they're just waiting for you to make the decision on talking to your boss. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. All right. Have a good yeah. night. Thanks. Well. That um, that sums up our episode of the night. I want to thank you, uh, Brittany and Corinne, for joining me once again. And uh, as uh-huh. usual, we have a very interesting conversation and calls <laughs> and questions. Okay. Well, thank you for having me. Well, thank you Corinne, for you're being awesome. A you're just really awesome. I gotta tell you. No. I think you guys are pretty awesome yourselves, so that's cool. I learned stuff from you guys. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's life. I mean, and the best thing is, uh, what was it? I think you guys the other night, um, you you basically like took my own words and used it on me, and I was like, damn, I gotta I gotta come <laughs> back to being Joe. <laughs> so you guys, thank <laughs> you for motivating me and reminding me and. Um, just uh, being together, great. And I guess I just need some help on topics these days. I'm kind of like low on uh, energetic hey, that's ideas. Easy. That's easy. Oh, there's, there's so, so many, many topics. <laughs> I was like, oh, Valentine's Day is coming. Well. Consult us. <laughs> consult us. So I guess. If you guys have any inspiration and you want to uh, message me, just shoot me a message and be like, topic idea, boom. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I have like a million for you. A oh, million. man. Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> idea number one. We've got something to go <laughs> um, Bullet points, um, please, with subtext. <laughs> okay, so love now. yourself. Love yourself. <laughs> Right. Love you. Love yourself. Yeah. One. Yeah, and put out positive vibes, and you'll get positive shit back. I feel like we covered this. Did we? No, that was motivation. All right. No, love I'm yourself. summarizing. I'm summarizing the evening. We should use so that kind of like instead of a curse word, you know? Like, hey, you know what? You know oh, what? I'm sorry. Yourself, I right? curse. Okay. No, I wasn't saying that. I was like, don't curse. Um, really but it's kind of like. Hey, man, love yourself. Yeah, you're so much better uh, at that than me. 
It's kind of corny. But all right. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining me. Let's uh, let's call it a night. What do you say? Until next time. Hey, good night. Until next time. Until next, Until next time. time. Check out. No one said anything about this hot intro music and outro music, so check it out. <laughs> Thank you.